Brandon, uh, before we get started today, uh, kind of wanted to, we're going to start on a little bit of a downer. Um, we would have mentioned this last week, but we didn't have an episode last week, but I just, it's sad, but I just kind of want to address the shooting in Kansas City last week on Valentine's Day. You know, there was, there was the, the shooting at the Kansas City Super Bowl parade, uh, really unfortunate, and I just wanted to address uh, Lisa Lopez Galvin, 43-year-old mother of two tragically uh passed away in the shooting and i don't want to say the, the sh- yeah the shooter's name i'm not going to give you anything i'm not going to give you any uh publicity not only eight people you. listen to this but like you know what i mean this isn't about you you know uh 23 people were uh injured including children so very unfortunate and all shootings are always bad yeah uh, that's not quite controversial to say but like you know especially with sports the, the thing that's supposed to bring us all together right and not that anyone should ever have to live in fear, but going to a celebration like that, it's absolutely disgusting. And uh, to the shooters, I hope you rot in hell. And that's pretty much all I have to say. You good with that? Yeah. Okay. They need to grow up. Yeah. All right. Perfect. So uh, let's just get into it and uh, wildly change gears. <laughs> uh, this is, of I'm, course... I'm, I cannot wait to see how you, yeah. <laughs> you uh, dig yourself out of this hole. I'm just going to go for it. Uh, this is, of course, the Jen and Thomas podcast, the uh, the most lighthearted podcast we have. Self-help. On the, uh, yeah, it's our, it's our self-help podcast. Uh, I am your host, Thomas, and joined with me today is a very special guest. Uh, you all may know him as the owner of a nice mug that was found in the basement of Anheuser-Busch that is now used as an ashtray. It's a very deep cut, but I understand the reference. Brandon Churchill. Brandon, how you doing? Good. As an ex-football player, I will say uh, nothing. I, don't, I have nothing to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As an ex-high school football player. Ex-high school football player, you can relate to the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade, both the highs and the lows. No. Um, we did to- We did have a, a school shooting at the uh, our sister school in high school. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had to evacuate and everything. And Recently was, or while you were there? Or? While I was there, yeah. Uh, fucking horrific. It was crazy. Uh, when I first moved here to St. Louis, there was a shooting at that uh, fine art school. Remember? Yeah, yep, and I was uh, I was living nearby and working nearby at the time. And it's insane. Yeah, th- I mean, this isn't the place to go for that kind of information. You know, so we're not really going to linger on that for too long. But absolutely horrific and terrifying. I cannot imagine. Yeah, hundred <sighs> percent. Anyway, shifting gears again. Out of, out of this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, you know, it's just. Uh, Cocktails and kind of don't want to hang out on having it for a too long. drink with friends. Yeah, we yeah, are exactly. your friends. And this is the show where you share a drink with friends. And sometimes sharing a drink is having those uh, less fun conversations. But anyway, Brandon, today's drink is something I am really excited for. It's been something that it's like we haven't done that yet. Why haven't we done that yet? And that is the daiquiri. This looks different than any daiquiris I've ever seen. Do you normally get the frozen blended daiquiris? Those are the ones I've seen. Yeah, those, I, I am very anti those. This is like what a daiquiri is and should be. Gotcha. So it is, uh, we, we, we got to speed run this because it's a shaken drink and it's going to dilute quickly. Absolutely. So it is, so this recipe is mm. two parts lime. No, sorry, <laughs> two parts lime. Jesus. Jesus. Uh, so it's like t- t- two ounces rum, three fourth ounce lemon or lime juice and sorry we we've we've done a couple videos today uh so three-fourth ounce lime juice and three-fourth ounce simple syrup and i want to get into this while it's still cold and then i'll go into where i got this recipe so let's give this a sip while it's still chilly 
Ooh. Yeah, glasses from Visky. Not a sponsor, but please sponsor us. I love these glasses. Oh, and uh, shaken uh, double strain into a coupe. Shaken, not stirred. Shaken, not blended. That is fantastic. I know. I love it. I have been... Brendan, you could say I've been to Barbados with a couple of these. My God. Oh, my goodness. Uh, mm. Those are, those are. Uh, I will say as a Midwesterner, those are dangerous. Sorry about that. I had to grab the bottle. But no, these are fantastic. I cannot believe I've been sleeping on these for so long because I haven't had a daiquiri in years. Yeah. I, I knew they were good, but I started whipping them up. I was like, all right, we're going to do them for the pod. Let me see which recipe I love. <laughs> yeah. Whipping nae uh, He's whipping and nae for those of you listening at home. <laughs> Just whip them up. Um, so I've been whipping them up, and then I've been nae as I drink them. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, my God, this is delicious. And I think this is much like a gin and tonic. Mm. I think this is a great cocktail to showcase your rum. I agree. Um, I am a little worried about the sugar content, but, mm. other, but that's what makes them well, good. Well, that's the other thing. I did a, uh, a semi-rich simple syrup, which is one and a half part sugar to one part water. Okay. Um, because I feel like the the semi-rich, it doesn't get too sweet, but it gives you that more of a, a velvety yeah. Uh, yeah. feel to it. Yeah, yeah. They are smooth. There is good texture, too. Mm-hmm. Well, and especially because you're shaking it, it gets so much dilution that it... Uh, you really want it to hold some uh, mouthfeel. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, with the shaken cocktail, you tend to lose some of the flavors and things. Yeah. Homemade simple syrup, that's something I'm doing now. I feel like the store-bought is too thin while too sweet. Okay. But um, our rum today is Plantation Three Stars. Whoa. Those that three... name. They need to rebrand. <laughs> Brandon has some uh, some issues both with the name and with the brand. You had a not great bottle a little while ago. Um, But the three stars being Barbados, Jamaica, and Trinidad. And so it's a blend. And it's kind of... Is that uh, why we're in the Caribbean right now? Yes, we are live on location in the Caribbean, on the beach, looking out at the uh, smooth... It's not smooth. Cool, calming waves. Yeah. But uh, a lot of times people will be like you know you need your you need your uh, cuban rum for a daiquiri but do you, you i don't know that's just what people are saying online but i think this is like a everywhere i've seen online people are like plantation three star it's a great rum for what you're doing okay you know what i mean and what i like about jamaican rum is uh and this is just one third jamaican not necessarily completely jamaican but jamaican rum has a real good funk to it okay you know what i mean and i feel like the lime and the sugar works well with it you know what i mean so um i just need another set this is good Um, these are going down quickly Mm -hmm. so before we get into the rating we're going to kind of sit on it for a minute um so the cocktail codex written by the uh the the wonderful people at death and co death and company it's a bar in new york but i think they have another one in los angeles and this is one of the books you like yeah yeah. nice and felt Mm mm-hmm so they have three books. One is called like their Death & Co. book, which is just like a co- how to make cocktails, how to invent your own, how to run a bar kind of thing. And then they have one called Welcome Home, mm. which we're going to talk a little bit about today. And that's like for your rookie and home bartending. Then they have the Cocktail Codex, which is more about like the concept and theory of cocktails. And they have, and they kind of say like so there's six cocktails, and then all of the other ones are just variations, variations mm-hmm. and tweaks. And so the daiquiri is actually one of the six. So makes sense. So this this oh, codex is probably like the English 102. Yeah, 
You could say so. But so, uh, th- but this is the recipe I went with here, and it's um, the uh, the classic recipe. Uh, recipe. The classic recipe: uh, two ounces rum, three fourth ounce lime juice, uh, three ounce or three fourth ounce simple syrup. And I mean, and honestly, all of these Death and Co. books are fantastic because there's like at least a hundred original recipes made by the people that work at this bar. So it's sure. really fantastic. But it's just so cool, man. Like you know, and then and then they have their ideal. Uh, daiquiri where they're actually using two rums and then they have the variations and what how if you change this it turns into that drink so anyway that's where i got the the basic template for this okay really really good i almost akin this to like a sweet margarita you know what i mean similar for sure yeah um obviously it's a different liquor but like very very similar well, I mean, you know, it's like uh, if you change the rum for tequila or mezcal and change the simple syrup to agave yeah. nectar, mm-hmm. there you go. Same thing, yeah. Um, I, I don't use agave nectar in my margaritas. I'll do uh, mezcal, lime juice, and contro, but it's still a very similar concept. Right. You know what I mean? But yeah. And that's the whole thing that the—, the the uh, whatever this is fucking called, the cocktail codex tries to tell you is like, Everything is just something else. Sorry, I'm flipping through this to see if it does say that, like, the margarita is just a different... Variation on it. Yeah, it might fall in, It might fall into something else here. Yeah, so it doesn't say it's in the daiquiri section here, but, like, the Moscow Mule, it says, is a variation of a... You know, and, and, and it's not saying that, like, oh, I started with the daiquiri, and then I made a dark and storm or a, a dark and stormy or a, a Moscow Mule, but it's just like, no, if you understand the core concept of the daiquiri... Right then you understand how these other drinks work. Yeah. Just double check. But yeah, so anyway, just really cool, really cool book. There's all like an old fashioned is one. And then it talks about like, like martini, like a Manhattan in a way is a variation of a martini. Swap the like gin or vodka for, uh, whiskey. Yeah. Swap the dry vermouth for sweet vermouth. And then like, you know, that's a martini. And then some people use orange bitters in their martinis. And then you're using, uh, Angostura bitters. In your Manhattan, so you or know what I mean. Orange bitters, if you're us. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I. Uh, speaking of bitters, man, I, I've actually uh, speaking of these Death and Co guys. So they have this. I've been trying to make my own bitters at home. But I've been telling you about that, right? And they have this thing in there where they're talking about like their orange bitters, and they're like we use our house orange bitters. See mm. page, whatever. I'm like, all right, I'll check that out. And then their house orange bitters is uh, Fee Brothers. Uh, West Indian orange bitters, Reagan's number six, and Angostura orange bitters. And I'm like, why would you just combine these three orange bitters? Like, are you just going to end up with orange, orange bitters? <laughs> yeah. And so I had had Angostura orange before, and I, but I couldn't really describe it to you. I normally go with uh, Fee Brothers West Indian orange bitters, and then I've never had Reagan's uh, number six. So I, I was just at this liquor store, and I was like, I'll ju- I'll just try it. And so I bought the three bottles, took it back home, and I tasted them individually. And it is, it's so interesting. They are so different, Brandon. I was not ready for this. And so the uh, Fee Brothers is very, uh, almost like orange candy. It's a little sweeter, a little brighter, and it's very orange. The Angostura orange is almost like toasty, toasted, right? Almost like uh, like burnt sugar. You know what I mean? Smoky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then the Reagan's. I don't really know how to describe it, but it's almost like, you know how, like, 
if you get like rubbing alcohol on you and then it dries, you have that like cool feeling over you. Uh-huh. Or if you drink like a really strong vodka and you feel like you're breathing ice, like that menthol. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was, but it's not minty like menthol, but it's that similar like cold feeling in sure. your mouth. And I was like, oh, these are all very different. I mixed them together and I took a sip of that and I was like, holy shit, this is great. It's the best of all of them. Wow. So I was like, I get it now. And okay. I made some old fashions with that. I actually even made a daiquiri. Was, I didn't bring the, the bitters today. So unfortunately, we're not trying it today. But uh, I even made a daiquiri, and uh, in the shaker tin, I threw some in there. It was great. I just opened it up. Mm. You know what I mean? It was great. But anyway, Brenda, we're, we're halfway through an episode with all this bitters talk. <laughs> we got to get back to this drink, which we're almost done with. I have we a We might rating. be doing like a fourth and fifth drink here. I have soon. a rating for this. All right, let's hear what... Uh, so the, uh, the, uh, the Death & Co. Uh, core recipe for the daiquiri, what are we thinking? It's a nine. I'm going to give it a nine as well. Nine out of ten blue agaves for me. And I'm not sugarcoating it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to hide it behind yeah. coconuts or something mm-hmm. lame. It is a nine. The reason I'm not giving it a ten. Is because it, it's not a ward eight. Yeah. Well, also, I feel like it has room to be improved if I, like, threw in a little bit of orange Yeah, bitters. you add the depth to it. Yeah. So, I, I it's great. It is balanced. It is... And the lime Easy is drinking. there. It's delicious. The lime is there, but it's not sour. It's just bright. Yeah, and yeah. the sugar makes it smooth. Right. And then, again, this rum, I think, does a great job. It brings a little bit of that funk. Not like a crazy, not like a Ray and Nephew, which we'll get into. Um, it's just like you taste the rum. You taste the lime. And I'm not yeah. even necessarily saying I taste the sugar, but the sugar is... I'm, I'm talking a lot. I'm running out of breath. Um the sugar is just smoothing it out. Yeah. No, I think, um, yeah, the only thing I would improve is it needs some bitters mm-hmm. to add some more depth to the flavor. Well, uh, Brandon, I don't know about you, but I'm ready for the second drink here, brother. I mean, yeah, uh, uh, we're going to need another. Yeah, no, this is fantastic. Well, oh, Danielle walked in. Now we have to have another. Oh, darn. We got to get her rating. Um, we better make another one. But yeah, just fantastic. Do you want to do another one now or do you want to wait a bit? I think we should make another one now. Okay. All right. Because I, I want to get into the history, but we'll just whip these up. Please. And Danielle, I'm sorry. I did not bring a third coop. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the second drink. Uh, so, so I got some good news and bad news for you, Brandon. Uh, so Danielle's here, so we had to make one for her. Uh, Darn. And whipping up all of these drinks used up the last of the rum. Why is the rum always gone, yeah. Thomas? So we, there was actually a second rum recipe, or second recipe for this I wanted to try, but we, the first drink only lasted ten minutes, <laughs> and if then we that. had like another one. So this is the second drink, same recipe. We will do a revisit it. So we're going to down this one in about thirty seconds. So get ready for thirty minutes of sober, sober? ramblings. <laughs> although, right. although. Oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But also, I feel like I have more liquid this time, so now I'm a little worried. Maybe are my did I do my measurements wrong? So we're gonna taste it. You let me know if I screwed it up. I don't think I did. Screwed it up or just changed it? I think it might just be a change. But all right, yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. But here we go. Second we go. drink. God, a little more that. gentle that time. Still good, right? Did this is right? Still good. Um, did, less less it sweet. Different? It's less sweet. I think it's the same. There's a, it's almost like there's less simple syrup or something. Is there enough to like change your rating on it? Like, is this a substantially different drink? Because now you have me feeling insecure. Um, I think this, this might have been more sour of limes. I don't know. This would be more of a eight point five, maybe maybe pretty, a full eight. I might have slightly goofed 
because uh, we had to like triple the ingredients. So maybe I just didn't measure it exactly, but I'm pretty sure I did equal parts. Maybe the amount of liquid melted the ice more, so maybe it's more diluted. We will see. I don't hate it. I still like it. I know, but now you have me feeling bad. Should we call in the expert? Yeah. Let's call Let's in the call in your third party expert. Third party opinion here. Do you want to introduce her? Oh yeah, sorry. Uh Daiquiri expert extraordinaire, the one and only Danielle soon to be Churchill Slusher. You know what? She kinda gave me a look on that one. Maybe she doesn't do no. you, you don't want to be a Churchill or no, what, what I are we had doing? A burp. <laughs> <laughs> she um, had a face of like ugh. <laughs> No, I think it tastes the exact same as the first one. The one you didn't have. <laughs> um, I really like it. It's citrusy and refreshing. And it is a little more limey, though. You, you're right, Brandon. Yeah, it's very limey, but I like it. And if it's too sweet, then I don't think I could drink a lot of them. And I wish I had one today at my park day. You know what? These limes I juiced for this one. Fresh lime juice, obviously. They were a little pulpier. So I maybe there was just more limey i don't know it's very limey but i like yeah. it like i'm still a- good i'm still i i might agree that this is an 8.5 um what? well sorry what's it what's a number what's a number for you danielle uh i think eight is a good number okay uh well me and brayden gave the last one so i'll take nine. my word for it the last ones were a nine dude you're making me feel like a piece of shit over here no man. no no fuck this up well, no no it's um <laughs> This this happens when you mass produce drinks. Is it changes? Mm-hmm. It's very hard to keep the same ratios when you yeah. you know triple or sometimes even double a drink recipe. Um, Danielle, let me let me be uh, clear with you. You'll you'll listen back because I know you're an avid listener. You'll listen back and hear our first one. And go. That's not what I had. Well, the 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 first one was a lot sweeter, but not too sweet. But it was it. They were going down quickly. Yeah, I mean, this one's <laughs> this one's still going to go down quick. Let me tell you. Correct. Um, so since we're not going to be able to do it, I am just going to tell you what the second drink recipe was gonna be. Okay, please. God damn it! You know, I was going to bring a second bottle of rum, and I did. <sighs> Amateur. Live and learn. So uh, the the recipe this <clears throat> this recipe is from the Waldorf Astoria Bar Book. Uh, <clears throat> my gosh, sorry. Uh, two ounces of Bacardi E Sia Heritage white rum. I'm not Never quite sure what it. that is. Uh, and that's why I asked you if you had Bacardi earlier, because I was just going to go with that. You Bacardi know, I don't, white. You know I'm a captain. Yeah. But then boy. it's uh, three fourth ounce lime juice, one half ounce simple syrup. Okay, so, so less simple syrup. Yeah, I mean, maybe just slightly less simple syrup than this. And I guess that would be good if you. Uh, like the lime, which I do, of course. Like, I mean, I'm sure I would love this. Less sugar. I feel like that would showcase the rum more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but the way that you originally did this, it showcases your homemade simple syrup a little bit more. Yeah, you know which what? I really enjoyed. Oh, thank you. Uh, you know what I might do for this too? If it was a half ounce of the simple syrup, maybe I'll do a rich simple syrup. Right, like two kind parts of a, sugar yeah. to one part water really get that uh mm-hmm. that mouth feel you there know you what go. i mean and uh danielle well, yeah you wouldn't oh, need a lot more either yeah um so danielle <clears throat> uh, so, sorry i'm just hacking up along here uh you you know how to read do i i think well i mean you <laughs> pretend to read a lot but there is actually something called a hemingway daiquiri mm-hmm. named after the writer hemingway mm-hmm. uh i would love 
<gasps> well, you're not like the you're not like the the reader guy. Yeah, I know. Who but I know. I'm <laughs> name one book he was written. Oh, I mean, I can't either. But oh, I think he was a poet. But anyway, uh, if we do a Hemingway Decker, I'd love to have <laughs> you on. We can just do some literature talk. Yeah, that'd be super cool. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, not this episode though, so go ahead and give the microphone back. It's, this isn't about you. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, wait. There's this tea place um, oh that I really want to go to, Thomas, that we should go to because Brandon's not into tea like no, that. You. And they. <laughs> and sometimes they have themes and one of the like author themes and stuff. I don't know. It looks really cool. I'm ready for my Cormac McCarthy. Tea time. Oh, tea time. Yeah, we can have tea time. It's tea time Everybody with Thomas. Agrees. All right, so a little bit of the whoops, little bit of the history. We are, of course, reading from the Oxford Companion to Spirits and Cocktails. Um, oh, is this um, course one hundred three? Yeah, this is English one hundred three. There you go. Um, so the Cocktail first little making. paragraph here: uh, the daiquiri is the king of Cuban cocktails and uh, simplicity itself. Rum, lime juice, and sugar. From its fluke birth at a Cuban iron mine to its glory days as the favorite drink of Ernest Hemingway and the Kennedy White House, and from its de- devolution, devolution, de-evolution, uh, into a creamy disco drink to its rehabilitation at the hands of craft cocktails revivalists, the daiquiri has endured uh, to take its rightful place alongside the martini in the Manhattan as the quintessence of, quintessential well it's yeah, no it's, yeah well yeah i, quid, I say quintessence quintessential but quintessence of uh satori what the hell instead in a stemmed glass um but the thing is brandon uh people have been mixing rum lime and sugar since Forever. rum existed so uh maybe the daiquiri didn't exist in this way but the daiquiri in a sense has existed as long as rum has existed because the first rum which we learned uh when we whatever fucking rum, sorry effing whatever <laughs> rum episode we did uh it was just a the first rums were like the byproduct of molasses oh the grog and it tasted terrible yeah it like people originally called it kill devil because it was so bad it would kill the devil and then right. it, and then it got refined from there but uh like fire water yeah, you know, yeah this drink though as like without the name as a concept has existed for so long okay so i'm gonna be honest with you mm. the way this sits now i would start ordering these okay yeah. Now, you know, now, I feel really bad real quick. I'm sorry. We're going to have to do a second daiquiri episode because there's a ton here. Of course. But uh, we're just well, not Well, I'm into, into daiquiris right now. Because yeah. so there's a good variety of things. Where I was going with that is it, typically when you think of a daiquiri, like I said in the beginning, you think of it as frozen with a with a goddamn, with a GD umbrella in it. And well, you and look like a, like a fruit. That's why... <laughs> You look like a lime. Uh, th- that's why I've actually avoided the daiquiri for so long. Right. I just this is this the is cold a classy... isn't good. On, the cold isn't good on my teeth. I don't like those frozen drinks. Makes my teeth hurt. This is a classy cocktail, my friend. Mm-hmm. We got them in the Visky Coops. I, as the kids say, mess with these. Yeah. Oh, dude, you almost spilled it with that one. Uh, no, this is great, honestly. And uh, and the thing is, too, when you blend it, the dilution is just too much. Yeah. And, uh, and that's why I double strain it. I want all those ice shards out so it doesn't just get more and more watered down. Because I want this as it is. I don't want it watered down. The lime and the simple syrup and the rum is balanced fantastic. And we did three-fourth ounce for the lime and sugar. Yeah. 
you can just do equal, equal like parts. like two one one. Yeah, you know what I mean, and it's fantastic. I'm curious, mm. is a hurricane a variation on this? Oh my god, let me get out the. You don't have to, but well, let's no, just, I will. I will. Just... I brought them. I brought them. We're gonna get into. I was it. gonna say we could just talk and some look shit. And real quick, Brandon. Uh, the reason I'm not reading the full daiquiri thing right now is one. We filmed some videos today, and I do not want to read out loud. Right. And also, this is like two pages. Yeah. It's a lot of anecdotes. Anyway, it's a whole thing. But let me get this out. Let me, let me see where the hurricane is. While, while you're getting into that, I'm going to go into like my thought process mm. here. Mm-hmm. So the hurricane is... Sorry. The hurricane is traditionally a frozen or a uh, blended drink as well, is right? It? I've never had one. I believe well, it is. No, I haven't had one recently. I've had one before. I had one in New Orleans, and it was uh, it was fro- you know it, man, same blended hey, look, with the man, ice. New Orleans, I've never seen a city shut down for an entire month because of a holiday. Okay, you can't trust what they're doing, even if the drink oh, comes from there. Trust, you can't trust. You what can doing. trust what they're doing. But what I'm saying is, if you took out that crushed ice crap, I'll say for a lack of a better term, mm-hmm. would it be this simplistic? Voluptuous, delicious cocktail. I am not seeing hurricane in this drink in this book. Okay, sorry to say. Just, sorry, go on. I, just, I mean, that's I just why you have thirty books, yeah. so you could find it eventually. But <laughs> well, I mean, in the, in the cocktail codex, I'm not seeing it, so maybe it's not a codex. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, well, maybe it's just not listed. <laughs> um, but do you, you know what I mean? Like, if you were to take out the blended part of it mm-hmm. and made it like this. Would it be more sophisticated? Would it taste better? Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those drinks that ha- I feel like I'm so quiet. You're um, not. It's uh, it's one of those drinks that has a bunch of shit in it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So, so I maybe know. you would want it to be with all that ice to kind of dilute well, it. Well, but also I don't know if it is. They a are dis- very sugary. Yeah, but I don't know if it's a descendant of the daiquiri because it's relatively simple. But okay, hey. well, take take the descendantness out descendant yeah. out of it. But uh, like like just the way it's made, you know how daiquiris have been. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree. Let's look at similar. what is in. A hurricane really quick sorry i promise hurricane. we will do a, a hurricane episode at oh we some will point. well the thing is it's just some of those ingredients are like a little tough to uh like you can't really buy them so i'm gonna have to make them which is totally fine uh you've um, been making your own simple syrup i think we'll be all right yeah but uh a lot of these places are like oh hurricane mix and i'm like i don't want to do that so right let's... well yeah and then every every place has its own yeah. hurricane mix all right, ready? So let, let let me hit you with it. Please. Two ounces of light rum, two ounces of dark rum, one ounce lime, one ounce orange, half ounce of passion, fu- uh, passion fruit puree, half ounce of simple, a teaspoon of grenadine, and then you garnish with a orange half wheel and garnish with a cherry. Okay, yeah, I want if, the ice to delete yeah. that. That's yeah. a lot and going so on. So I'm seeing a lot of people use pebble ice. Okay. And so if anything, it's closer to a tiki. Okay. Tiki style. Sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, so you're going to want some pebble ice to uh, uh, thin that out. Okay, let me walk that back then. So, But I am seeing some people here with the blended, but I don't think I want that. Just I don't, I don't know. I just don't like blended. I understand. I think for a hurricane. I think the pebble ice would work. I think the pebble ice for a hurricane would probably work probably better than if you blend it. But I'm going to throw this at you. I don't know if I'll ever have another blended margarita 
You want to have a blended margarita? No, I'm saying I don't think think I'll ever have another one. I think this is how I want my margarita. Yeah, that's how we did margarita here. Exactly. I think this is the way to go. Mm -hmm. I think think that that blended bullshit, for lack of a better term. I think it's for novelty. It's Uh, for novelty. It's for, for, um, uh, like, raising profit margins. Mm -hmm. You know, the drink looks bigger because you're filling it full of water yeah it's frozen yeah yeah i uh i don't i don't like the blended at all i don't think again, i'll do it unless again, it's like a mainly unless it's like a hurricane mainly it's too cold it hurts my teeth but also yeah, it's lazy i feel i don't know it's not lazy you have to get a blender out no i i feel it's uh i think it's i i feel like you're not putting the craftsmanship into the beverage Does i that make think sense? it's rude to do the blended yeah yeah it is rude <laughs> don't be Hey, for a you, lot of these drinks that go, have uh, go go out to a go out to a bar with like the blender thing, uh, the the like slushy machine margarita full bill. of margarita, uh, margarita, full of daiquiris or margaritas. Like I'll, I'll have a daiquiri or a margarita, and then they go to like pull the lever to give you the blended thing. Be like, hey, don't be rude. Don't be rude. Don't be, don't do Make it. Make it properly. No, I will throw this at you though. I'm um, so mad we don't have more rum, man. So when we go I'm to ready to finish this, when we go to Destin. For my bachelorette party. Dusty Destin. Dusty Destin. Um, they're my favorite bar there. They do. They have They have the machine and everything. They do what's called a bushwhacker. Mm, that is a drink. And it is fantastic. And it's blended. And I love it. And they top it with 151, my brother. My brother Flammable. My brother in Christ. What do you call it, a bushwhacker? I think I actually have that written down in this book. Hold on. I don't remember what's in it. I know there's rum in it. I know that much. Huh? I don't think there's peanut butter in it. She said that she thinks there's peanut butter and chocolate in a bushwhacker. I don't think that's true. But my brother in Christ, it is delicious and it will mess you up, dog. And they have a machine full of them. Never mind. I was thinking of something else. Um, yeah. You know, speaking of your bachelor party, it's coming up. It's coming up. We got to do a little co- a soiree, a little cocktail night. Ooh, I'm hip. What cocktails are you doing? Negronis for your homies? I mean, what are we doing? Oh, brother. Throw throw, throw this one in. I want this one in there. We got the Negroni. We got the... Da- oh, speaking of Negronis. Ward 8s? Oh, brother, Ward 8s. Bro, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm about to level up the Ward 8s because I've been doing a lot of cocktail research. Uh, so, what? Yeah? What? He's pointing at me, for those of you listening at home. You can tell me. All right. I'll write it down. Right. You keep going. Okay. Um, so... The Ward 8 has some orange juice in it, right? But orange juice is like 0.08% acid. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, but like lemon and lime juice, they're both like 6% acid, okay? Yeah. Or, yeah, that's right. Um, and it's like 4% citric, 2% malic acid. And so that's why like some drinks that call for you to mix with orange juice, uh, maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. I just came to a realization. The reason we don't have enough room for a next drink is because you had us use a little bit of rum earlier, and for that, you can go fuck yourself. That uh, just clicked in my head because I want another daiquiri. Um, <laughs> sorry, we warmed up today with a uh, rum and Pepsi Pepsi cherry. Pe- Pepsi cherry zero, or wild cherry Pepsi zero. Um, to be fair, you do need to warm up a no, little bit. No, we need bit. to warm up, and then we filmed some videos. It was a whole thing. Was Ladies whole thing. and gentlemen, it's been a day. It's been a day. It was too good of a day to not drink. Anyway. Beautiful day. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> Bushwaggers. No, Daniel. Frozen what were, drinks. What were we just saying? A bachelor party. Cocktail at the bachelor party. Cocktail hour. Yeah, it was. More dates. 
Oh, Ward. Uh, okay, I get it now. Sorry. So the the orange juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a. So, anyway, so I've been doing a lot of research, and uh, you, sometimes you're like, oh, some orange would go great in this, but you can't really mix with orange juice because it's not acidic enough. Yeah. And so I've been doing a lot of this reading on like acid adjusted juices. Oh, and so okay. you find a juice. A fruit juice that would be like, oh, this would be so perfect. But when you add it in, it just kind of waters it down yeah. too much. Yeah, I've had and that. And so uh, what you do is you, you buy citric and malic acid. And then oh. you, you figure out what acid percentage that juice is. And then you bring it up by adding the acid. And so then you could do like an orange daiquiri. And so you would add the like three-fourth ounce of orange acid-adjusted orange juice. So it brings that same level of acidity. And so I want to try that with the Ward 8. Okay. Because the Ward 8 was amazing, but I'm like, what if we, we what if we it? tweaked it? Tweak it? Maybe it's a 10.1. It? We'll see what we'll Ooh, see what happens. Oh shit, it's eleven. Also, thank God Danielle was here to help remind me what was going on. That was me. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, no, just kidding. Um <laughs> But yeah, man. So I, I think I'm gonna have to put this makes the most sense anyway. I think mm. I'm going to put you in charge of cocktails on the trip. Yeah, but here's here's the thing. I know some of the people going on this cocktail. I understand. Not, not this cocktail trip. The, what's this that? cocktail trip. Uh, on this bachelor party. No, I understand. Are they going to appreciate the goods? I don't care. This isn't for them. This is for <laughs> me. This we just me. get a bunch of Bud Light, and then you and I are like, we're drinking daiquiris. You can have a Bud Light. <laughs> No, no uh, that'd be a great time. I think at least half of the people will enjoy mm-hmm. a good crafted cocktail. I will say this. They will at least enjoy drinking. I'm sorry. What was that, Danielle, from the other room? We kicked her out because she's eating, but she's still finding a way to disturb us. What'd you say? Say it. That's what they say. I don't know what's going on. They're from Blono. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? No. no I don't not. know. Not from Blono. From down here. I don't know. Anyway, Brandon. So, so I think I'm going to put you in charge of at least the cocktail night. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I'll bring a bow tie. Oh, you hate bow ties. Never mind. No, no, you can wear a bow tie. Oh, okay. Can I wear a bow tie at your wedding? No. Ah, I goddamn so-and-so. <laughs> you um, son of a mother. So on that same vein, mm. I, I have to mention this because it's so goddamn funny to me. Okay. We were just talking in the last episode how we haven't really done vodka cocktails. Yes. And that we want to showcase a vodka. Yes. And it just so happens mm-hmm. that our boys. Well, my boy and your boys. I like one half. No, I'm just kidding. Go on. The, no, I'm sorry. The Bears. They came. Not the Bears. Not the, not the football team. Bert Kreischer and Tom Segura came out with a vodka not two days after we recorded that, was funny. that episode. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, we were just talking yeah. about how we wanted to start get, kind of trying out some vodka cocktails because we haven't really done yeah. any. Uh, well, and for those of you at home, it's called uh, Por Osos, which means four bears. In Spanish. Which means like four, like for you, not like the number four. Right, right. But uh, yeah. And I'm interested in trying it, but it's not available here, Brandon. What are we going to do? It's available in Florida starting oh, in March. Oh, shit. So in April when we're there, we can that get could it. Be, uh, that could be the, uh, the bachelor party episode. We do the porosos. I want to so bad. You can take your shirt off. I will. I will uh, I shave my head and grow a beard. I got I to gotta start hitting the gym. I'll break my arm playing basketball. I'll Good. be just like Tom Segura. Please don't. <laughs> Uh, have you seen the video of when he broke his arm? Of course. A million like, times. Like, look, I don't want to wish anyone harm, and, like, you shouldn't laugh at someone gets hurt, but if you, like, watch that video, it's like he slipped on a banana peel. He, like, goes to do a layup, and he just, like, 
No, he went to dunks. Oh, he went whatever to dunk. it was. Yeah. Uh, but he, he blew out his knee yeah. mid-dunk. Like, as he was planting, his knee blew out, and then yeah. he landed on his arm and broke his arm. Yeah, it was the most Gruesome. absurd thing. Like, but it was just it's just like, how did you end up here, Tom? Yeah, no kidding. But so, uh, but so they came out with anyway. the vodka, and it is going to be available in Florida. So we have to find have a to. way to try it. To. I did. Sure I did the liquor store. I did task Daniel. I go. You have one job, and it's to find that vodka for us on that trip. That'll be good. I think it'll be fun. It'll be good. The one problem with the uh, the vodka. This is outside of the poros. Okay. Like we're we're gonna get our hands on it. Don't worry. We're gonna do a drink. Maybe a couple. We'll uh, see. We might have to buy the whole stock and send that yeah. back if we like it enough. Yeah, maybe. Might be, or the, maybe it's it might be garbage. the only vodka I ever drink ever again. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll I see. saw. I saw their little like announcement clip, and uh, you know I don't love Bert Kreischer. He's funny, but there are times where I'm like, get the fuck away from me. Um, <laughs> Jesus. But he was like, oh my he's god. a little much sometimes. Well, yeah. he he was on his little thing. He's like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm never gonna say. Double Tito's, no lime, and soda, tall glass. I love that because he realizes. Well, now do, do you want do you want to know why I hate that? Why, Bert? That's the most boring fucking drink I can possibly imagine. <laughs> okay, you're better TG's than TG's G and T. Yeah, you get gin and tonic and lime, but you get it with my touch of love. He's just uh Tito's, uh Tito's and soda. No tall glass, no lime. I think it's funny because it's the same thing that you nah. do. I have lime in my gin and tonic. It's the same. It's the same. My brother in Christ, I promise you, if I get a vodka soda, I'm at least getting some goddamn wine. No, I don't know. It was just like, and he's like, tall glass. What is that going to do? No ice. Fucking nothing. Lots of ice? No, lots of ice. He's a goddamn booze bag. Poor Osos and soda. Yeah, well, no. So Flows so much better. Poor Osos and soda sounds good. And I have no problem with the way you order drinks. But I just hate that little clip. He's like, oh my God, I'm never going to order this. And proceeds to tell me the worst order ever. And I'm like... Wow, Bert, you're really struggling. No, the worst order ever would be give me a Coors Light. He needs a tongue transplant so he can get some goddamn taste. No, uh, I don't know. That was my th- that was my my bet my bet. My God, Oliver, he's gonna he's gonna try to bite me. Anyway, I'm very excited to try the vodka. I do like Tom Segura. I want to try. Um, it. Well, just just like and and both of them care enough about alcohol to uh, well, want to make a good. Is she not gonna drink this? I don't know. I'm gonna drink it. Here I'll I'll separate it out. Hell yeah, bro. Um so the the fact that well so Bert has uh, passed up this opportunity in the past of like just kind of like uh Ryan Reynolds being mm. the Oh vodka, motherfucker, you know? I have more to say, I have more to say about that motherfucker. Sure. But Oh like, my god, Brandon, that was the most even pour of my life. I don't think so, but it's all right. All right, you can have it back. I'll you just left it, it in here. You just left it. Like you weren't gonna have it. It's just Kind of disrespectful to not drink it, but all right. Sorry for that interruption. Danielle like left her daiquiri in here for like enough of time where we thought she wasn't going to drink it, so we poured it in our glasses. And as soon as we do, she goes, "Hey, yeah. I was going to drink that." Which, if we hadn't touched it, it would have gone untouched for an hour, like the old fashioned episode. Oh my god! Okay, Danielle, I'm sick of all you. Right. Drink it, enjoy it, love it. Okay. Well, guess I what? It's so still there. Of, we I'm put so, it back. I'm so sick of her lies. <laughs> anyway, so Bert has, uh, and I think Tom as well, has foregone like buying into a liquor company and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they did it from the ground up. They, they I certainly f- hope so. 
They found a guy who has a patented uh, way of making this vodka. Okay. And then they developed it with him to find the taste that they wanted. And so it sounds like they've done the research, they've done the tastings, they've made it properly as opposed to just buying into something. So I'm very interested in in how this tastes and what they came up with. Well, and they are in Austin, right? Uh, yes, the company that produces it yeah. is in Austin. So, yes. so it's going to be available in California, Texas, and Florida yes. starting in March. So there are a few vodkas coming out of austin and they're primarily one of them is tito's yeah tito's is from austin and there's another one called like water tower never heard tower of vodka something like that moon tower i think it's just called tower of vodka i'll uh i'll let tower you know. I don't vodka sounds like a thing uh but it, it like won some awards a few years ago but anyway uh, a lot of vodkas coming out of austin are like corn vodkas so I'm, I'm wondering what they're doing listen to the two bears episode they go through all of that okay okay they go through all of that all right, well, and, uh, I'll, I'll have you yeah, give it a listen. Please do, because I think you'll find it fascinating, and then we can talk about it next time. Um, because, it, yeah, I, I was like, oh, my God, they're actually going into depth on this vodka they made. Yeah. And well, they, yeah, they, that'll and be they, cool. They actually, they, on that episode, they try th- uh, three different versions of it. Of their own vodka? Yeah, so they had, like, here's the first one we tried, here's the second one, and then here's a mix of it. You can move things. No, I don't want to crinkle. <laughs> uh, um, all right. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have to give that a listen. Yeah, yeah give that a good. listen. If you ever fucking catch me crying over, oh, my God, I can't get oh, my gin and tonics. Oh, I cannot Beat wait. the shit out of me. Cannot wait to rub that in your face when you are when you realize that you're doing the exact same thing. I can't believe I'm never going to order another TG's G&T. The here's same the way ever again. But here's the thing, though. A TG's G&T transcends all that. Like, if you, if we made a gin, I'd be like, no, this is the TG's G&T. And we'd be like, oh, what am I going to do when I go to a crappy bar and order a crappy drink? I'm a fat fuck. <laughs> he did lose you. weight, though. I am a fat fuck, but I'm not crying about it. Not yet. Um, no. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, I am excited to try it. Uh, I do think that... They care enough about booze to make a good one. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I can't wait to try it. No, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun, and I'm glad we're going to be able to see it in Florida. Yeah, brother. but anyway, Brandon Thomas. Before we start talking more shit about nothing, every once in a while, <laughs> I have to uh, I have to keep it somewhat drink related. And so was that we, not drink related? No, no. Um, but I think it was like two episodes ago, some time ago. We're like, and we've said this. 2024 is we're, we're making the bot. Well, how much? Well, I okay. I had an idea for a third drink, but oh, maybe we can get there. Let me finish what no, I'm doing. I, I just mean like so we can keep entertaining this instead of an empty glass. Yeah, we could. Do you want to? Yeah. Okay. Well, all right, hold on, everybody. <laughs> we're gonna do the 2.5 because this isn't a third drink yeah, episode, no. so we're gonna do a 2.5. It's a tasting. It's a tasting. Okay. We'll we'll be back. <laughs> okay. So. The, the, her her tasting her. is different than our tasting. Welcome to the first tasting. This is the two and a half drink. Uh, yes. Sip this one, please. And so this is the uh, the Comanche rum I got you for your birthday. Yes. Double gold blind taste test. I don't remember anything else about it. It's a darker rum. XO? Yeah. Yeah. Extra yeah. old. That is a rum. I like, at first I was like, 
ooh, there's a citrus to it, but that's just a lime that's that was on the outside over. of the glass. Um, this is a goddamn good sipping rum. I'm glad you think so, because I've been convinced that you hate it for so long. <laughs> it's almost gone. Oh, okay, good. Well, no, and then when I... When well, I, not good, because it's <laughs> special. <laughs> well, uh, on your It's almost birthday, gone. <laughs> on your birthday, I handed it to you. I'm like, sip this. Don't mix it. Right. Um, no, it's good. Yeah, the So it is a darker rum. Sorry, we're going to get into what we were talking about before yeah, Brandon sorry. rudely interrupted with another delicious beverage. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Thomas, I have mixed this. But with ice. Ah, I gotcha. Lighten up the flavor. That's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Keep it cold, you know? So, oh, God damn it, I mean, good. I'm not going to lie. The the no, the smell of it is kind of just alcohol for me right now. Sure. Um, but the taste, God brown damn. sugar, oh, caramel, all of that. Oh, Daniel, let's try it. God damn it. Oh, I thought she was Sip asking it, for the microphone to rev- it, <laughs> review her little beer. Oh, here we go. I heard brown sugar and caramel. Oh, I was expecting it. <sighs> yeah, I was expecting her to be like, Ugh. I was expecting to be like that too, but that wasn't bad. It has been The ice cube has been melting in there for a minute. And honestly, so it's, if it's Danielle approves of a straight alcohol, must be pretty good because she's pretty kind of a baby. Good. That is true. Very true. Um, Sorry I interrupted you yeah. for this beautiful so earlier, rum. No, it's it's great. I'm glad you're enjoying it. So, uh, no, this is his ploy. He actually hates it, and he's just going to have me slowly drink it. Over I will drink yours right now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so we kind of ha- we, we've talked about like a couple building episodes ago. Building the bar. 20, 20, 20, yeah, 2024, we're building the bar. And so the first time we talked about it, we went through the Waldorf Astoria uh, there are like three tiers of building right. the bar, right? And so we, we built off of that. And then the uh, Def & Co. Welcome Home book, that, that's about building your home bar and yeah. how to get started on stuff. Sure. So they have a list here. It looks like, uh, before you get do they have glassware too? Yeah, they have a little, it's somewhere in here. Okay, sorry, I just saw that that page with all the glasses yeah, on Yeah, 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 yeah. No, they go into what all the different glasses are. Do they go into what you should have though? Or are they just going into what there is? I think they're saying get some of each. Okay. We'll get into that. Yeah, that, we'll that might, Yeah, that might be a different episode. We'll do, we'll do a glassware episode. It's there. There's a lot of pages in this book. There's a lot that goes into building your home bar. Yeah, and so uh, so it says here, like, so these 12 bottles can make about 50 cocktails, okay. right? Okay. And so this is just a standard thing. And as always, buy what you like. Don't buy something you're never going to drink if you don't need For to. real, though. Like, if you, if you buy something because it says that you can make uh manhattan with but you don't mm-hmm. you're never gonna make a manhattan then don't get that all right so just off this list of drinks you can make all right so we got i'm not gonna list all 50 don't worry but you know we we, we got the the airmail the corpse survivor number one the harvard uh negroni pink lady whiskey highball sidecar old pal mint julep you got everything you right? had me a negroni but yeah. okay the 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 Fitzgerald, you know what I mean. I'm assuming you could make like a old fashioned, yeah, old fashioned uh, Manhattan and, and all these, like yeah, the basic all, ones, all of that. So uh, the twelve bottles they recommend, okay, and and then so it's gonna say like gin and then their recommended bottle, but get okay. whatever gin you sure, like, sure. you know what I mean. So except these for twelve aviation, bottles, you can fuck off, yeah, like aviation, yeah, don't drink the aviation, <laughs> don't give that goddamn Ryan Reynolds another dime. No, that's not it. <laughs> Don't drink a shit gin. Yeah, no, it's bad. I Just make a vodka, it. Ryan. Okay, continue. Uh, so anyway, so the 12 bottles is gin. Uh, they recommend beef feeder, white rum, Florida uh, Cana four-year, uh, Blanco tequila, El Tesoro Blanco, 
uh, blended scotch, famous grouse, grouse. I haven't heard of that one. G R O U S E. Okay. Uh, a bourbon, Elijah Craig, twelve year. Jesus. Apple brandy, uh, Bunsel VSOP Calvados grape brandy, Paul Bow uh, VS cognac, Aper, uh, aperitif Campari, yes. uh, an Amari Amaro Averna, Curacao Contro. Sweet Vermouth, Kochi Vermouth di Torino. That's what I've been using at home. I love it. Let's go. And then Dry Vermouth, Dolan Dry Vermouth. And then it has your extra ingredients of some basic bitters, Angostura, Peixotes, and Orange, basic syrups, simple, Demerara, Honey, Bubbles, Seltzer, Sparkling Dry Wine, Citrus. Those are all pretty basic. Yeah, absolutely. Those those are basic mixers that that are very easy to obtain and very easy to hold on to. And I'm not... I'm not telling you to buy all these books, right? So you you get that list, pop over and see what's in the cocktail codex. You see what the six base cocktails are, see what's going on, and you build from there. And then we we started this episode with daiquiris, and on this page in the uh, the Welcome Home Death and Co book it says always start with a daiquiri. It is like the most basic, sure, um, pretty foundation simple. of a cocktail. And I mean, and really like. Death and Co. Or not? Sorry, the the cocktail codex says there's like six basic ones, but really, if you had to pick one basic cocktail, I think I'd say the daiquiri. Yeah, because then just change the lime to anything slightly sour, change right. the the uh, the simple syrup to anything sweet, and then just adjust from there. Well, let me throw this at you: for people who don't like books, <laughs> yeah, there are apps out there that will help mm, you build yeah, a cocktail yeah. as well. So if you just get those twelve bottles, throw those in your app. It'll tell you what you can make with those. Well, in the app that I use is called Mixel, mm-hmm. um, and it, like, it, and it, and what you can do is it'll like have like the 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 tab your bar. Yeah, you add whatever yes. you have. But like, if you search things, it'll say like rye whiskey used in X amount of recipes. Yep, simple syrup used in X amount of recipes, and so you can like click on a bottle and see what it can what be used for, yeah. or mm-hmm. you construct your bar. And then you can go into the recipes tab. Right. And it'll tell you what you can make. And then it'll actually go down from there. It's like, oh, you have 90% of this mm, drink, mm-hmm. 85% of this drink. I and like so that's that. really cool. I like that a lot. And a lot of times, too, it'll be like, oh, you're at 90% of this drink. And like, you can click on something. And it's like, it says. Oh, I just uh, need to go get oranges. Yeah. But it'll also say, like, um, like, say, for instance, if you want like a caparina but you don't have kachaka. You just have like a light rum. You can click on that. Maybe it would say like 95%. You can click on it and it'll say like... If you don't have you, this... It'd be like, you could use your light rum. Right. It won't be the same, but it's as yeah. close as you can get. So okay. Sometimes it'll even tell Dude, you like... It'll even sick. be like, this will work. That. That's great. Yeah. So that's what I've been using. Okay. And that's the thing at home. Like I have a little... I have a couple like more obscure bottles. Sure. But... Uh, You're like, what the hell am I going to use that Yeah. For? But there's... Some things where I'm like, oh shit, I didn't know I could make that. Uh huh. Look at us. Wow. This I is love a good that. rum. This hey. is a good rum. Sorry to break off my own story. This is a good rum. It is. And guess what? There's not too much of it. <sighs> That's a good sipping rum. It is. Very good. Sorry. Ah, uh, gosh. But anyway, Brand, we were kind of talking about uh, poor Osos. Yeah. Those poor Osos. Poor bears. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but a stand up comedy man, your boy, he was on SNL. Shane Gillis. Yeah. After we saw him at Anheuser. I, how crazy is that? You could just be like, 
on his tour. I mean, it was like a, it was face. like a month ago, but just become the like, face damn. of Bud Light. He was there and the that. face of SNL. Uh, his monologue was funny, very Shane Gillis. You know what I mean? I could tell he was a little toned down, but also he he uh, still said some things. Good I for know. him. Great. That's the way it should be. Yeah, but uh, don't he, placate. He, yeah, but yeah, he's uh, he's doing the Bud Light thing, which honestly, it's good what they move need. by Bud Light. It's what they need. I think Shane Gillis is very likable by a lot of people, and a lot of and and I don't want to get into this. Uh, oh, are you offended, Snowflake? But I feel like a lot of people that get like upset and offended by him don't really like listen to him too much because a lot of the offensive things he says they're just listening to like buzzwords yeah but like uh, like a lot of the time like like he makes a lot of jokes about down syndrome but the joke is on people who think less of down syndrome also he says he looks like he has yeah. down which he does but like all of his <laughs> jokes are about like humanizing down syndrome yeah, like yeah. showing us yeah. how similar it is and he's like it's he's not like, a disability yeah, like he's they're like, having the best life yeah, he's like no it's they are having a great time. Yeah, don't, yeah. you don't need to be sitting around. They're, feeling bad. they're having a better time yeah. than I am. But yeah. uh, exactly. he's he's the, now the face of Bud Light. And uh, you had said this to me earlier, something about Kid Rock going yeah. on because Kid Rock famously uh, shot up a, a case of Bud Light, not just a case. So, oh, okay, I'll give you the backstory. So this is kind of um, what kicked off a lot of at least that half of like the anger towards Bud Light is, mm-hmm. is him doing this. He yeah. said to his like farm boys or whatever on his properties, like, Hey, get all of the, um, Bud Light on the property over to the, the range. And we're just going to yeah. blow it up with machine guns. Um, and so that's what they did. And, um, so that kind of like snowballed a thing of like, fuck Bud Light, you know, they're doing all this bullshit. Um, but he was recently on Joe Rogan's podcast this last week, mm-hmm. and he was talking about it. And he goes, "Yeah, I mean, I was just it was just an in the moment thing, like it's whatever." And so people have been messing with me since of like putting Bud Lights in my golf bag and stuff like that as a joke. And he goes, "I met the CEO, great guy, yeah, a guy I'd, I'd like to hang out with." Mm-hmm. Had him and all the executives over to the ranch and, like, hashed out ideas of what we could do. And he's like, you know what? I I, had, I threw out some ideas that were crazy, you know, and they were, like, losing sleep over them or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he was like, but you know what? At the end of the day, I don't want to take their money because it would feel weird. It would feel gross. Yeah. I don't hate Bud Light. It's fine. Well, and what a way for like a spur of the moment, like let's fucking shoot up a case, and that became like the biggest thing ever. Because right. he's been seen drinking Bud Light since. Yeah, because he loves Bud Light. Yeah, yeah, he likes yeah. it. it, it <laughs> and and of course, he met the CEO. And he's like, he's a cool dude, and I like what they're doing. You know what? Uh, strangely muscular. I've seen him in person. I'm Who? Like, the, the CEO. Oh, the CEO. Of, uh, okay. Anheuser. I'm like, you're shoot. You're. I don't know. I don't. I don't like the, how strong bro. you are yeah i'm like i don't know what this is <laughs> no i mean so he's uh, he's made amends with bud light or whatever you want to call it and it, it's just i mean no one no one's probably going to talk about they're going to talk about how he shot up a bunch of cans and stuff yeah but like bud light's coming back they're the sponsor of the ufc now that's good they have shane gillis kid yeah. rocks not talking Which i shit. gotta say shane there's no one more in the Bud Light demographic than Shane Gillis. 
Never stop drinking it either. If you like Shane Gillis, you like Bud Light. Generally. Yeah. Or at least light beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, he's a funny guy. He had an interesting... That's a guy I'd like he, to hang He had out an with. interesting time at SNL. Like, the whole thing. Like, getting fired and uh, now hosting and his... Right. His skits were pretty funny. I'm, they're, they're pretty good. And his monologue was interesting. Not bad by any means. It's I just, it. I'm just like, yeah, no, I liked it too. But I was just like, just it fucking going for it. It was stand he up. Was it was going stand up for, for TV, it, but holding back. It was very interesting. Yeah, uh, it was stand it was up for good. TV. He even mentioned in there. He's like, yeah, my I can't say any of my jokes on here. So this is what well, I. Well, that's the thing <laughs> is he's he's like I don't think I can. Uh, he's like yeah I can't say this on TV. So he's like oh yeah I'm holding back some of my my deeper stuff. And I'm like damn you still said that on TV. Right. Right. But it was uh, it was pretty good. I don't know, uh, Brandon. I'm gonna I'm gonna shift gears pretty dramatic here. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Do you like those Marvel movies at all? Depends on which ones. But Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I do. Uh, so I've been reading some comic books. Uh oh. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, are, are, did you see the movie Logan? Yes. The Wolverine movie yeah, yeah, when yeah, he's yeah. old. Yep. So that is very loosely based off of this comic storyline called Old Man Logan. Okay. Where uh, the supervillains all teamed up and, like, killed all the superheroes on Earth. And then, like, um, the United States, at least, is now, like, the wasteland. Okay. Right? So there's Old Man Logan, and then there's another comic series in the same world called Old Man Hawkeye. And that one's pretty badass because he's, like, Mm. blind. Mm. Right? But he's still kicking ass. And then, like, uh, he's, like, uh, they're, they're, like, driving around in the old, like, Spider-Mobile Oh, well, okay. Honestly, it, it's a deep cut. I'm sure. It was, the Spider-Mobile was only made because they were like, we need toys for the kids. But then they were like, <laughs> but a big part of the Spider-Man like story, not a big part, but like a, a thing in the Spider-Man storyline is like he doesn't have a license because he just web swings. Uh-huh. So they're like, let's build him a Spider-Mobile. And he used it for like two issues. And also is in like New York where you wouldn't have yeah. a license anyway. So yeah. he, he had it for like a couple of issues and then just never again. Yeah, because he web swings. Yeah. Why would he need a car? But uh, there's also, in this world, there's a 12-issue run called Old Man Quill. And it's about Peter Ooh, Quill, Star-Lord. Okay. And it's about, so he's, his dad, in the comics, his dad is Jason of Spartax, who's like the emperor of a planet, not Kurt Russell Ego, the living planet. Got it. And so he, uh, he's uh, like the emperor of this planet, and then the Universal Church of Truth invades, and then, you know, some shit goes down, and then the Guardians come back, and they're like, Peter, we need your help to protect Earth from one last villain. But it's like... Well, like, you know, it's a wasteland. How much worse can it right. get? And then, uh, and then, like, it, it, it's really, really cool. And it's, it's played out like an old, I mean, the whole, every, like, old man, old man Hawkeye, old man Logan, they're all like these westerns. But he, he's like right. a true, like, coming into town, saving the day. And then, uh, uh, there's this one point where, like, he, he, like, saves some people. And then they're like, Oh, thank you. You're, you know, you're the hero of Horse Creek or whatever. Because like, he give me all your town. gold. <laughs> well, no, but then they're like, <laughs> like you know, you're a hero. You're giving us hope. Like here, take this. It's like the only thing I have. It's like my old, 
my, it's like my family's old gun and it's mm. all it's like the only thing I have left to pay you and it's just like this like old revolver oh Jesus and there's like a scene in the end where that's like the only weapon he has left of course and I'm like it's just a western and a guy with a six shooter I don't want to give it away that's for anyone very listening. Peter Quill too yeah. for it to be like I'm yeah. fucking cleaning I'll, I'll bring them over for you but like they're, I, I read them uh, I read the whole thing in like maybe in an hour and a half sure it was fantastic. I just wanted to shout that out before we end it here. I just had a lot of fun re- reading it. I was reading it, drinking some daiquiris. Okay. But not just any daiquiri, Brandon. Oh. So, uh, don't worry. It all it all comes back to the daiquiri. Usually don't worry. Yeah. Uh, but I had been making some daiquiris, and this is the second bottle I was going to bring today. But I'm like, we're, and for those of you listening, we did some videos, so I didn't want us to get plaster slosh like i mean we've been to barbados but i don't want to be staying in barbados we're at barbados right now Look yeah at this place. um but uh, it's the uh ray and nephew overproof rub oh right and so that is what i've been using to uh infuse the bitters at home which are still going and a lot of recipes online are like if you're making an infusion or some bitters it's good to use the over the ray and nephew overproof because it's like it's really dry that high alcohol will suck out whatever is like in whatever you're infusing. Right. But it's like 63%. And when I originally went into this liquor store near me to buy it, I bought a few bottles and the guy was like, Oh, you, you like this? Like it was a special, it was like specially asked by someone. And I was like, I've never drank it. I'm just like using it to make something else. And he was like, Oh, okay. I was like, I can't imagine someone want to drink this. And then I got home and I, I cracked it open and I like took like a small swig. I was like, gee, oh God, right? Uh-huh. I mean like 60% is a lot. Gasoline. Yeah. And so I was like mixing it and I like smelled it and all I smelled was alcohol. And then uh, I I just, I saw some stuff online about people like mixing with it. I'm uh-huh. like, they're out of their goddamn minds. And like there are times where I'm like, I understand if you're like making a, like a tiki drink, a bigger drink, maybe that's like. Your topper or something. Yeah, well, and they... Uh, Light that on fire. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of those tiki drinks use, like, a bl- a lot of different rums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so maybe they, like, use a little bit of that and then, like, more of this and that. And I was like, uh, okay. And then I saw someone talking about using... It might have been one of these Death & Co. books, but the, someone was saying, like, oh, I, like, use this in the daiquiri. I'm like, what mm. the hell are you talking about? So I made a daiquiri with it. Two ounces... Ray and nephew. Oh my god! One ounce lime, one ounce sugar. I bumped those up to okay. balance the alcohol. Okay, Brandon, it was fantastic. It, it, and, it sounds... and it was and it's a Jamaican rum. Okay, so it has a real funk to it. Yeah, and it just opened it up so well that now I understand it. Like now, when I smell it, I'm like, oh, oh those are the flavors in a, here. There's where I it can is. take a small sip, and I'm like, that's what it is. I was blinded. Yeah. By the high alcohol content, I couldn't see past it. But once I had it opened up, I'm able to pick up on it now. And mm-hmm. my God, Brandon, I'll have you over and make you some Ray and Nephew daiquiris. But it is amazing. It's a little more rustic. Yeah. There's a little more depth. It is amazing. I mean, it it sounds kind of reminiscent of some of these like very alcoholic cocktails we've had, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and you know some of these old fashions where it's yeah. you know, very high alcohol and, yeah. and just smooths out with the other ingredients. Yeah, and that's the thing is I uh, uh, the demerara syrup I have at home. That's a that's a rich demerara, so it's like two parts sugar to two parts demerara to one part water. I did it with that, and that worked great. And it's just like uh, it was just so I. It's you can do infinite amount of things with it, and I kind of mentioned this about making a. Uh, I don't remember if I said it earlier on this pod or if it was off the pod, 
might have been on here. Sorry, uh, re- rewind 45 minutes and hear if I said it. But I, I, uh, I did like a passion fruit daiquiri. But I took that Chinola passion fruit liqueur that we had on a couple episodes ago. Maybe just last episode. Uh, so I did that in place of the simple syrup. So one ounce of that, one ounce of lime, and then the two ounces of the Ray and Nephew. And that was honestly, like, I'm not saying it was the best cocktail, but I'm like, this is great. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. It was just fantastic. And I don't know, man. It was just so good. I'm into the overproof rums now. Okay. I mean, there's only like, okay. there's only like a handful that are like worth drinking, but I was like, damn, this is good. Oh, that sounds and I'm, great. And I'm mad I didn't bring it because we could have had one. <laughs> That's all right. Next time. <laughs> Next, Next, Next time, time we do something rum, I'll, I'll come up with something something good. But speaking of which, though, we got to get into the tiki's, man. We were talking about this earlier, too, getting getting our hands on some cool tiki mugs. Right. Light them on fire and stuff. Yeah. Well, there's some that are like a normal amount of money, but then, uh, you know, targeted ads. They know what I'm up to, and they right. start getting this ad- advertised as company. $100. Yeah. Or $100. And it's these $100 glass. each yeah. mugs. And I'm like, yep. these are fantastic, but God damn it, I I'm cannot not afford it. I'm going to spend $100 on Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I found a I found a chip and a crack in one of my beer glasses oh, today. Oh, I know. Glassware is just so exciting. I mean, even these, these coupes, they're from Visky. They're high quality, but they were not cheap. So buying any kind of glasses annoying because it's so pricey but you had some nice beer glasses yeah they had a little thing at the bottom that let the bubbles up yeah they even had the imprint we'll get into glassware next time but yeah no devastating man when you showed me it was just it was sad to watch i shed a tear i don't know about you yeah it was the one i was using for all my beers yeah well at least you still have the one right i know i do have one left you know what I do have a lot of left, though? Hmm. I still have those four frosted bugs that stay in that oh, freezer, dude. That'll be good. Stay in that freezer. There's no better way to drink a Miller High Life on New Year. Than in a frosted bug. Yeah, that's, the, that's the way to oh, live. Oh, baby. If it's like 16, 18 ounces of beer. Dude. Yeah, I can't wait till next year. I've been, I've been craving a Miller High Life. I'm like, gotta wait, you know? They're good. But you know, Brandon, uh, there's a lot of good beer out there. And if I wanted to maybe hear about someone reviewing a beer, where could I do that? Uh, you can follow me at Brandon Churchill on YouTube, Brandon underscore Churchill underscore 95 on Instagram, and Brandon Churchill without the U in Churchill on Twitter. Uh, we did film a couple episodes today with uh, Thomas. We did uh, some mango cart variety pack, and we did... Uh, four hands our local brewery had some candy bar beers so slide on over to the youtube find me watch those give it a like subscribe if you enjoyed it and uh go check them out yeah and the uh the four hands making the candy bar beers last year they made the cereal yes so there's a little bit of a continuity there and uh, if in case you are listening uh, to this upon release and you're you're you might have to wait a little bit for the candy bar beers, but go watch the cereal beers episode. Yeah, go back and watch those. Um, those were entertaining. And not to spoil anything, but Four Hands knows they, they know, know what they're, they're doing. doing. They know what they're doing. Um, oh, and find you in the streets. I don't know find if you had said yeah, that. Yeah, find me in the streets. Um, but as for me, you can find me on Instagram at Bad Boy of Botany, as well as Capped Cool Kid. That is C A P T Cool Kid. And uh, don't look now, but Brandon, we've done a little bit of rebranding. Uh, the Instagram is just Jen and Thomas. That's right. I don't know why, but I, I don't know why I just didn't do that before. Yeah. But it was available. 
What? Well, there it is. Jim yeah. and Thomas. Because here's the thing. It's more than a podcast. It's, it's a, a lifestyle. lifestyle. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, follow us on Instagram at Jim Thomas. We do the... Uh, we let you know when there's new episodes. We do the off OTPs. the po- the OTPs, the off the pod reviews, and that's what you know. We go out to a restaurant. We uh, we have a drink. Sometimes we'll we'll put it up on the pod. And here's the thing: I have a I have a couple I'm gonna throw up. I I forgot to do it the night of, and then there's like three, so I'm gonna space them out a little bit. And I already wrote down what my review is gonna be. But the Golden Hoosier on Kings Highway here in St. Louis maybe not the move you might have oh. to follow us to see what's going on we also throw up Ugh, um great things that are in the pod some of those images will end up on there rather it's oh uh, yeah, yeah 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 so sometimes we talk about something on the podcast we'll throw it up we we throw up the drinks with the recipe and that's yeah, how we kind of let you know there's mm-hmm. a new episode we everyone's we'll, we'll show you what we're doing on their story sometimes when we go out we throw up on the stories yep we uh we ask for we I kind of start asking for questions reliably because here's the thing I ask for questions and I get questions every time I just forget to ask for questions. <laughs> um, but follow us on Instagram. You know that's where we yeah. keep up. You uh, get to we, put your input in. Yeah, through the Instagram. Send us drink. Uh, send us drinks. Yeah, send, send us something us that you like making. Uh, email us ginandthomaspod at gmail dot com. Say hi. I don't care. Email me anything. Send us a review. Maybe we'll read it on air. Yeah. Uh, oh, shoot. I'm going to have to like, log into Apple, see if anyone's even reviewed us. There you go. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, and that's the other thing. Please review us five stars on your podcast catcher of choice. It do helps a, people find us. Do a five-star review, and maybe we'll read your review on here. Even if you hate us, leave a five-star yes. review, and I will, re- I will take what you say to heart. Uh, and maybe we'll read it. <laughs> maybe I'll make the changes you want. What if someone leaves like a five star and like, this is a bad concept. Maybe make a podcast about this. And then we just completely shift what this whole show is. I don't know. You can try. You can try. But if it's one star, I'm not going to read it. That's right. I'm going to cry and call you a hater. You know, uh, I don't know. And you won't know because we won't say it. Yeah. I'll cry. You'll never know. I'll cry on my other podcast, Existential Dread from Beyond the Void. And that one doesn't get released. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That one's not uh, real. That's what I call my mom. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> Jen and Thomas Pot on YouTube. Uh, the podcast go up there, and we're gonna be we're gonna be doing some shorts. We're gonna be doing some videos. Oh, the uh, the video of you making this drink should be on that YouTube. If it isn't so bad that it's if it's not if it's not trash, it'll be on there. Yeah, I mean, it might be a little bit of trash and be on there. It was very spur of the moment, so if you watch it, don't judge. Too don't hard. judge. No, no. Um, no reviews on that one. Just like <laughs> and subscribe. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> review that one. Just like and subscribe. That's, a good that's right. That's right. Uh, I don't know, Brandon. I mean, here's the thing: like, we take one week off, and I for- completely forget how to do a podcast. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I could just keep talking. I forget how to close these things. Is there anything else? I think to, we're I'm, fine. I'm trying to think of the closing. We'll figure. Well, I mean, I know the closing, oh, but okay. I'm just like, oh no, that's it. I just forget how to do no, these things. It. We let them know. We let them know where to find us and what's going on in the street. Find us in the streets. That's the really street, important dude. thing. But anyway, everybody, you know, I heard these bars, dog. But you know how we close it out here. I mean, I know Brandon doesn't remember. But, this is my uh, first time on. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's Brandon's first time. He's never had. To, he's never been on a podcast. Um, but anyway, everybody. Uh, you know, it's, oh, oh my God, I completely made an ass out of myself last week. I was trying to talk about Epictetus, but I kept saying Epicurious, two completely different people, and Epicureans are like the opposite to Stoics, 
And so saying, I was trying to talk about Epictetus, who is a, who is a stoic and I called him Epicurious, but it would pretty much being like, if I was like trying to talk about Joe Biden, I kept calling him Trump. Oh my God. It's just like, <laughs> I made a mistake and I'm sorry. Jesus. I, I wanted to make this apology at the top of the show, but I forgot until just now. Well, hey, if you stuck around, you got the apology. Yeah. No, like, and when I was editing that episode, I was like, oh, my God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> and to be funny, I almost went in and, like, cut it out and went me going, like, Epicurious. <laughs> but that would have been, like, weird and bad, and it's only funny to me. I, I would have laughed. Yeah, but anyway, that's what it was. <laughs> anyway, everybody, don't drink and try to read philosophy or at least talk about philosophy uh don't drink and drive don't, don't drink, drink and con a boat and uh i saw on twitter someone wiping out on one of those scooters so please don't, don't drink, drink and, and scoot. scoot but you know brandon these daiquiris it's a good drink to share with a good friend and that's what this is it's the show where we share a drink with friends and then we talk shit and then we talk shit and then maybe once in a while. Some self-help. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, bro, I'm not kidding. I go in all the time trying to change it. It won't let me. That's it's fine. there. That's fine. It's fine. Uh, we self-help you make a drink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're helping you help yourself. That's right. Um, I don't know, Brandon. Good conversation today. What can I say? Uh, but what I can say to all of you at home is be safe, be kind, and good night. Okay. Sometimes Brandon says something. No, no, no.